Welcome to Across the Park Podcast, the only place you can hear banter and debate from both sides of Stanley Park, whether it be blue or red. Sponsored by Their Clothing and Camper Kings UK. And welcome back to Across the Park podcast. This is our second show of the week and it is called Game On. Myself, Ian Mills and Andrew Price are the Blues, Teddy McGiven and Gary Murray are the Reds. The structure of this show is a little bit lighthearted. We're not going to talk reviews, previews. We are just going to have a little bit of competition, a little bit of fun games and we're going to look back. We're going to press the button on the time machine and go way back to a week in history and give you our thoughts and memories. As always, big thank you to our sponsors, Vair Clothing. Get over to vairclothing.com. Type in ATP20 in the checkout after you've done. Shh, I guarantee you, you will be skint after seeing their clothing online. It's amazing, amazing attire. They clothe us. Um, ATP20 will get you 20% off at Vair Clothing. Um, Camper Kings UK. Tis the season, as their advert says, to Camper Van. Get over to camperkings.co.uk. And if you quote across the park podcast, either on the phone or on the website when you're getting a quote for the camper van, they will not only give you free insurance, they'll give you the free bottle of bubbly as well to enjoy. So please get over to our sponsors. And just above Terry's head, there's a little red button. Please hit it. It's called subscribe. It helps us massively on the podcast. We're trying to sort of, we'll always be a podcast. We'll always release audio content, but we're trying to, you know, bridge that gap now and bring you a YouTube channel like you can share with your friends and have a laugh and, and the same as us when we do record so by hitting that subscribe button you'll be helping us a lot and if, if you've already just subscribed go and ping it in your whatsapp groups and, and get your mate to subscribe as well we are going to start with higher or lower right there's no judgy and there's no fill so i will wear the hat this week of quiz Buster. so for anybody new who's who's tuning in for the first time basically higher or lower is the everton questions will go to the Reds first. The Liverpool questions will go to the Blue, who is pricey on this occasion. And whoever wins gets to be the cock of the group in WhatsApp. <laughs> Either play, play your Zed cards, play your Never Walk Alone, whatever you want to do, but please play along at home. Um, and if you're in a mixed household, even better. Get ready to play along. So I'm going to start with a couple of Everton questions for the Reds. I've based this higher or lower on squad numbers. So Two questions, and Pricey gets to jump in after the Reds. So in 2000, Everton brought Duncan Ferguson back to Everton Football Club. He was given the shirt number 24. Is that higher or lower than the shirt number he was given when he was on loan from Glasgow Rangers in 1994? That's just a guess and a half, that, isn't it? Um, uh, the way the way my mind went then was if he's getting brought in on loan, it's to to be a player for the team, and he's going to get given a better squad number than twenty four. So I'll go with lower. Yeah, I, I, you know, my my mindset as well is like feels like in the say the older days, but it was a little bit more like one to eleven. One to eleven, know? yeah, yeah, and then so yeah, I I I think. I think he probably had a lower number on his first. Just had a random guess. I'm going to go. It was 17. <laughs> okay, there's no extra points if that's right. But yeah, the, Reds just... have, the Reds have oh, gone well. that the on loan Duncan Ferguson was a lower squad number than 24 in 2000s. Pricey, 
Do you want to give us your answer? Wasn't he just number nine when he first came? Yeah, lower for me. I think he was just number nine, wasn't he? I'd love to give you an extra point for getting that, but I can't. But you're all right. Yeah, Tunker Fergus did come in. He was given the number nine shirt, even on loan. Uh, when we signed him in January 1995, he permanently became the number nine for a number of years. But Price is right and the Reds are right. Um, next one, Reds, another Everton one. So in summer 1998, Everton made a number of signings. One who was John Collins. John Collins was given a shirt number seven. Is the higher or lower than another signing, Olivier de Court? Lower. Yeah. Yeah, I think the court was higher. He was, I think he was number eight, wasn't he? I think he was higher than that. I seem to remember the court wearing like I think it was eight, number, like 14 or something. We'll go the court was higher. Okay, Pricey, repeat the question. No, no, oh, sorry, number four. Was he? Yeah, my man has smashed it. Olivier de court <laughs> was number four, one nil to the mighty blues in the game on Derby. Pricey, you're up. I think the Reds are going to... That's my struggle with these, because I was looking at these as well, trying to make them as hard as I can, but the first one for you, Pricey. In, in 2005, Liverpool signed Momo Sissoko. He was given the shirt number of 22. They also signed Pepe Reina. Was Pepe Reina's shirt number higher or lower than Momo Sissoko 22? I think Reina might have been 23, you know, or 28. I'd say higher. Okay, Reds. My my mind went to twenty six. Yeah, I think it is. Twenty three. Yeah, I think it's higher. Yeah, I think it's higher. Okay, you're all right, but none of you got the actual squad number. But Pepe Reina wore number twenty five. Um, so still one nil to the Blues if you're looking at it that way. Uh, final question here. There's no tiebreaker, so it's either going to be an Everton win or it's going to be a, a score draw. Charlie Adam was brought in. Uh, he was given number 26 in 2011. But is that higher or lower than the shirt number that Raheem Sterling wore that season? Sterling was 31, wasn't he? I say Sterling was higher. Okay, Reds. Yeah, I think I think Pricey's right. He was 31. Yeah. We'd have to have to we we we'd have to go lower just to try and win, but we know it's going <laughs> it might be a trick, be a trick question because he said that season, but I'll still stick with higher. Yeah, I, I think it's thirty-one. Yeah. Okay. Raheem Sterling's shirt number was number thirty-one. So that will conclude all four questions on higher or lower. The final result is one nil, Everton. So. Please, anyone who's watching and playing along, just put Z cards on Spotify, put Spitters and the Blues on. Just enjoy <laughs> the Derby victory because next week when we do our Derby preview and the week after when, good God, we do our Derby review, it might not be as good as this. 1-11, well done, Andrew Price. Um, this week in history, we're going we're gonna to press the, press the button. <clears throat> we're going to press the button and go all the way back. Pricey, talking Derbies, this week in 1995... Andre Kanchalskis scored two goals at the cop. Everton beat Liverpool at Anfield 2-1. We were 10. I think we've got different stories of, of how we watched the game. But first of all, what are your memories of the Andre Kanchalskis derby? 
I was sat at Goodison watching it. They used to do the big screen on on the on the pitch. Yeah. I was sat in the Bullens watching it, the big screen on the on the, in the centre circle. It was brilliant, as you say. We were ten, and and we were winning derbies, and we thought that you know, yeah. we we win. This is what we do. We win. We win derbies. It was it was, it was, it was boss, but Kanchelskis. I can talk through the both goals, the, the header and, and and the run with the uh, the shot under David James, wasn't it? When he dived down, and sort of hit him, and then went up. Uh, Brilliant derby, brilliant, brilliant memories from it. Um, as I say, in Goodison, Goodison Bullens was was quite busy at the time. Um, and Kanchelskis was just what a player he was, absolutely brilliant. What about yourself? You were there. Yeah, I was there. It's, it's, it's a strange story. My, my uncle, who was, was a red, he, he was season ticket holder in the main stands at Anfield with my cousin. My cousin was playing football at the time, I'm the same age as me, very similar age, and. Um, He'd said all week to my uncle, like he, he chooses the derby, he's going to go to the derby, like he does he does want to play football. Saturday morning he wakes up and he wants to play his football game instead. So my uncle takes me on the premises that like I'm in the Liverpool end and you know, I, I better not be a nuisance, better not embarrass him. Of course, I, I wore my Everton tracky back then you could, you could get away with that, maybe not so much now. Wore my Everton tracky in the in the main stands around fields and screaming, jumping up and down when Andre Kinchelska scored. His first and, and a second, and I think the game. I think at the end, I think Liverpool scored late on, and then we had the usual bombardment of crosses coming in, and and, and it might not have ended um, too well. I remember, I remember, I was sitting cop end, and I remember Liverpool were really, really pushing. And I just remember at the end of that game, just being so smug, walking home with my uncle, who, who didn't <laughs> want to take me anyway, and I, I was just. It was a great game, and, and as a young Evertonian, there, like you say, Pricey, I think we. That was not long after the the big Joe Royal first game where, where Duncan became a hero and then Andre goes and does it and then you have Kevin Campbell doing it a couple of years later. And it, it, there was a spell there where we, we were just great in derbies and that for me was at the forefront of it. Yeah. And they were the days you go into school the next day and everyone would be talking about the derby. Oh, you just yeah. go and made up just like it was right, just walking around school, made up because everyone had just win the derby. Brilliant times then, boss. It was everything. It was everything. I mean, we do a YouTube channel now and obviously we, we care passionately about the, the derbies and the club but when you're that age, it's everything, isn't it? The smile doesn't leave your face for the week. No. No, boss, bouncing into school, just can't wait to get in. Just to yeah. buzz off your mates. And just just <laughs> a, a, a final word, Pricey, on, on that game. Um, we probably won't talk about him again unless we have him as a guest, but how good was Andre Kanchelskis for Evan? Brilliant that season. He was he was brilliant. He got injured. Didn't, we were talking about it before. He got injured, didn't he, early yeah. on? Yeah. Bit of a yeah. stop-start season, but once he got into the flow and he was... He was brilliant. One of the best players I've seen at Goodison play, definitely. Easy. Top top three or top five. hundred percent. And he was brilliant. I think he, I was looking before he scored sixteen goals in a team and we finished sixth that, that season. I remember yeah. that at the end of that season we were sort of getting touted for maybe having a having a challenge at the league and stuff like that. And that was partly because yeah. of, of Kinchelskis being in there as well. Um you had him on your shirt, didn't you? Was it you Adam? Did you have him on your shirt? Judge you may have. I definitely had him on my shirt. Um 50p letter now. Let me get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, my, my alpha was not happy paying that. Um two two numbers and like twelve letters or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But it was that it was the um, the old danker kit, wasn't it? With the, yeah. the collar. Yeah. And I'm I'm still not fashionable, but here's how fashionable I was back in school. When you school jumper, you'd have the Everton collar on your school jumper and the blue collar, and you'd not be blue done it like the Evertonians. Boss. Tell you what, Mills, how times change. You get Sergio Ramos on your kits now. Yeah. Well, let's hope I can get someone else this season. Eh? It's not going to be an Everton player though, but that. Way. <laughs> 
Um, and, and just a quick plug, really, going back to that team, um, Andre Kanchalskis was part of under Joe Royal. We've we done a podcast last week, an audio podcast only. It's, it's not available on the YouTube channel. It's available over on, if you say it's across the park podcast or on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. Michael Branch, uh, we were really honoured that Michael's never done a podcast before and he trusted us to help him tell tell the tale of his career. He, he talks all about breaking through, how Kendall taking his dad out to try and get Michael Branch to sign as a young kid because Liverpool were competing for him. He was highly rated Michael Branch. It, it didn't end up, you know, the story goes that it, it didn't end well. I have it for Michael and he talks all about that, but he gives us all the stories as well about, you know, Big Joe. Andre Kanchalskis, Duncan, and, and moving on to the great Howard Kendall, that Coventry game. Uh, and and it, it's a really good listen, not only for Evertonians, because Michael's now working for Everton in the community, and he's doing talks to young footballers who who, who maybe need some guidance and assurance that he, he, he himself he never had at the time. And, and he's doing a lot of, he's doing a counselling course and things, and he's, he's really into... You know, helping helping people through Everton in the community. So even if you're just a Liverpool fan or a general football fan, I'd really suggest going to listen to that Michael Branch podcast. It was it was fantastic. But I've just talked there, Terry, about a couple of goals at the cop ends where I went wild at. I think your this week in history is a goal at the cop end, which probably made you two go wild as well. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a throwback um, to 2004. This week in history in 2004 when Neil Meller scored an absolute rasper um, in the last injury time against Arsenal um, but for us to take all three points and it wasn't actually a game I was at I lived in London at the time um, and I'd moved down and, me, and then my mum and dad and my sisters and all that all came down to visit but we went out to watch, watch that in the pub and there was obviously you know, a few Arsenal fans and that in, in there and it's just one of them strikes that I think you know, you'll see it again and again you know like on, on like sort of highlight clips and stuff like that Um literally a one in a million strike you know where it just like fell for him and he's it it's so clean on on, on like the half volley absolute rocket when it goes do you remember doesn't it? he jump in the cop yeah. doesn't he jump in with the fans after it but he's obviously a boy old liverpool fan you know what i mean and yeah. i think it was only his second premier league start um so he's obviously you know came in there and it looks like it's going to be proper Roy the Rover stuff, doesn't it? Like a young lad who's a boiled Liverpool fan. He's, he's, he's got you know, a chance in a big game, a second Premier League start against Arsenal. And then he goes and bangs a goal like that in. You're you sort of thinking, wow, you know, this is set up for him to, to kick on. And unfortunately, it didn't quite happen. But... Not to take anything away from the goal, but I think that the reason he's hit it like that because he was absolutely wiped out from the game. <laughs> yeah. I think he admitted himself after he came on, that he, the ball was bouncing to him and he just thought... There's no way I can go on a run past past these players. I'm just going to put my foot through this. And well, what a decision to make. The, I just remembered, I, I think at the time, I think the majority of the time and something like that force the players, you just think, don't shoot, don't yeah. shoot. Yeah. And then when it comes off, his, off the end of his boot, oh my word, the celebrations there was just unreal. It was just, I think... Neil Meller, he was made he was made for two goals, wasn't he? He, he had that goal against Arsenal, and then he had us one in the lead up to Gerrard's against Olympiacos. And, and he yeah. nodded the ball down to Olympiacos, Gerrard's against Olympiacos as well. And I just think that them goals that, you know, we, he'll, he'll live long in people's memories for them goals. You know, everyone loves a screamer, which the Arsenal one was. And again, the, the Olympiacos game was just, that obviously lives, lives fond in everyone's memory as well. Yeah, and that's it. You know, it's a it's a shame that it never quite worked out for him at Liverpool. You know, he couldn't like necessarily fulfil you know his dream and and go on. To quite injury prone as well, wasn't he? Yeah, it was. It was it was injury sort of stymied his career a little bit. But you know, I think 
he's one of them players that I think, like, you know, you're seeing him out. He's always getting like a thumbs up or something, you know, off the Yeah, he was just a, one of the nice guys, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. You know, when it's good to see that, obviously, he's gone on. You know, he's, he, he's broadcasting now and stuff. And he, you know, he, he's, he's made a living in the game and, and good on him, you know, but that strike as, as it will. Will be one of them that you'll see, you know, on like goals of the season or whatever gets replayed because it's just it, it was that clean, that good, and obviously just the occasion being an injury time winner. But no, this week in history, two thousand and four, bit of a bit of a blast from the past with Neil Miller. Okay, so so that that is this week in history for both sides. Like I always say on on the YouTube channel and the audio podcast as well. If anybody wants us to talk about a specific this week in history. I mean, sometimes we we do look at this week in history and we might just get a random game, which which may be not important to us, but it could be important to you. It could be your first ever game. It could be a special game. If you want us to talk about, no matter what the fixture is or the moment, if it's coming up and, and it's something we can do on the podcast, we'll certainly try and fit it in. Um, so let us know over on the website, acrosstheparkpodcast.co.uk. Uh, social media is at acrosstheparkpc on both Twitter and Instagram. And for anybody who's still got Facebook, Good God, I don't know why, but just go and search across the park podcast and Phil has set us up a Facebook as well. So, right, we did say at the start, we do two games. We're currently 1-0 Everton, so there's a chance for the Reds to actually pull it back and we'll end the show on a draw. So, Pricey, are you going to bring something in for us? Yeah, so I'm going to do <clears throat> Who Am I? So, I'll give Millsy five facts about an ex uh, or current Everton player. And he has to tell me if he knows who it is. The facts hopefully get easier as they go along. If he knows who, he'll put his hand up. And after the five facts, he'll tell me uh, who it is. Um, if he doesn't get it, then it rolls over. And I think the Reds then get a go at the Everton player. I'll then give the Reds a Liverpool player, a current or old Liverpool player. And then they'll obviously try and guess it in the same amount of time as, as, as Millsy did the Blues. So, Millsy, I'll go the Blues first. So, I've got a few players here. Do you want 80s, 90s or 2000s? Should we just go in the middle? 90s, baby. 90s, okay. So this player came third in the 1994 World Cup with his country. Okay. Do you know who, any idea who came third in it? I've got it. I've got it. I've got a little idea, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Not going to put my hands up. I've, it could be one of maybe three or four, can't it? Okay. Um, in England, he also played for Birmingham and for Arsenal. Yeah, as well, obviously, as well I've as got, Everton. I've, I've got a really, really good idea of who it is. I think signed for Everton for one point six million in nineteen ninety four. You know who it is? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I know who it is, but I'll, I'll, yeah. I, I can say it if you want. Or do you want to keep going? No, it's all right. That's fine. We'll we'll keep going. I'll I'll, I'll trust you. <laughs> I, can, I, can give, I can give it a clue of, of, of who I think it is. It's um, a very tricky winger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he won right. two FA Cups and a League Cup and a League in his time in England. And he won a first half pen in the last game of the 93-94 season. So, Reds, do you know who it is? No. So that last clue, would you would that not give it away? He, he, he won an injury. To, no, he won a first half pen. In the last game of the 93-94 season. At the Coventry one, was it? Wimbledon. 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 Oh, no. <coughs> no. No. So it was, Millsy. What a player. Anders Limpar. Anders oh, Limpar. Yeah. Well done, Millsy. You got that one. 
Reds, do you want? I haven't got an 80s. Do you want a 90s or do you want a 2000s? Or 2000s. Yeah, Gary wasn't even born, I don't think, in the 90s, really. <laughs> 2000s, then okay. So this player played over 200 times for Liverpool and is in the top 100 players in terms of appearances for Liverpool. Over 200 times he played for Liverpool. Oh, so, got it. <laughs> he finished his career at Portsmouth after a season in Spain. And that was in 2010. He finished his career at Portsmouth after a season in Spain. Okay. Um, Liverpool signed him from Fulham in 2003. No, no one coming no. to mind. No. This player is the only player to have played in a World Cup, a UEFA Champions League, a UEFA Cup, Intertoto Cup, and all four levels of the English Football League. I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Fullback. I'm glad you have. Fullback. <laughs> Fullback, yeah. Oh, okay. And he won the Champions League with Liverpool. Steve Finnan. Steve Finnan. Steve Finnan, yeah. Well done, one all. Well, no. And any tiebreakers, Bryce? Or are we I, just can do, I, can do a tie, I can do a tiebreaker, yeah. But do you want any Everton player or Liverpool player? That's the thing, isn't it? Well, they need to win, don't they? So they need to win back. Let's do a Liverpool player. <laughs> Liverpool player, go on. So this Liverpool player played in England, Italy, and Germany. Played for Liverpool between 97 and 99, scoring 15 goals in 76 games. Can I have a crack at this? Shut up. Already? You know it already? I, 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 I've got a... I might not... I mean, I think I've go got it. I can go ahead, have a go. Karl-Heinz Riedler. Yeah, Karl-Heinz Riedler. Well done, Will. Wow. That's good, good effort. That after those two clues. Yeah, very good effort. Yeah. Well done. Liverpool players. I know all of Basically, making sure Millsy make sure the Blues win, lads. <laughs> we need a win, lads. Yeah, well, at least we got a win. What's one win this week anyway? Two 0 to the Blues. We'll take oh, that all day, won't we? Thank God, because coming up next week is going to be the Derby preview <laughs> show. Uh, can't reveal too much. Um, anybody who's followed us for a while on our social media, who's Followed us um, audio podcasts on our website. They'll know when it comes to Derby, we always try and get other people. Let's just keep it as other people to give us their thoughts. Um, so, this we're asking. You know, we, we might have some arrangements for some people to come on the show next week and do a bit of a, a bumper Derby preview for you. We know it's not easy when these shows go quite long, so it may be that we split the show into a part one and a part two. Um, all six of us, the four of us here tonight, as well as Phil and Judgy, will at some point be on the show giving you our thoughts for not only the game itself, uh, but our Derby memories. Um, we've got a whole new audience now on YouTube that might be interested in you know, our, our favourite Derby goals, players, moments. So we'll, we'll give you all that. We'll give you our thoughts on the Derby coming up, and we're hoping to have some special guests on as well. Um, if, it's a, if it's a two-parter, we'll do it over Monday and Tuesday. Um, we'll still quickly look back at the games at the weekend, the Southampton game and the, 
the Brentford game as well. We'll quickly look at those, of course. But it is Merseyside derby season. Um, we're getting really close now. That this shows out Thursday today, so we're now six days away from the first Merseyside derby of the season. And we're going to try and do a bumper, bumper show for you. Just before we do go, um, Pricey, I know we're a while up. It's just six days away. Have you got that derby belly yet? You thinking about it or? I'm trying not to. <laughs> Let's get the Brentford game all the way first, I think. And we'll see how we're what getting about, on. What about you, Red? Six days away, you're thinking about the derby now or excited? Well, then, minute. As, as, like, you know, there's other games, yeah. You know, we've we, so it's we, we'll have to we'll have to see. But um, but no, I mean, it, it's yeah, like, I can't um, wait. It's always great, isn't it? There we go. Never, I, I, it's, hard, it's hard to say you're excited about them. They're just like one of them. Aren't yeah, they? I hate them when they come round. It's just an horrible feeling. The derby day, but you know, ninety percent, ninety-five, ninety-eight percent of the time, I'm happy after it. So yeah, I can't wait. Never send Terry into an advertising meeting to plug our podcast. Don't know <laughs> all about the derby. Our whole moniker. <laughs> yes, for those in, I'm really bothered. I'll pause so soon. I can't. It's one of them. You can't. Like what I mean is, it's it's that ner- it's like you get that nervous sort of energy, don't you? And it, yeah. it's as you get closer to the game that that comes. I'm not feeling it like this second, but it, it, it'll come. You just have a good long game where it's up to the instant, instant match reaction. Bloody hell, Pricey, what are we going to do with that? <laughs> Confident then, Mills, yeah? <laughs> oh, we'll go through. Wait, if, if, I, I do, if I could cry it in, I'd be in buckets right now. I am not going to lie, very, very nervous about this derby. It's it's a derby that I think, and we'll go, we'll go more in depth next week, but I think what happened last season in the Merseyside derby, I, I think, Things have got away of evening themselves out. I don't think your manager was too happy last season with the with a few things, was he? And then obviously we won at Anfield. So I don't think you will be coming to make any friends next week. I think you will be coming to tr- sort of make a point. And where we are as a team at the minute, I don't think it's it's our best moment, is it? But we'll, like I said, we're gonna go through it all next week on a bumper Merseyside Derby preview. But for now, the Merseyside Derby on game on was won by Everton Football Club. <laughs> Never forget it. Never forget it. From myself... <laughs> okay, so from myself, Ian Mills, and Andrew Price as the Blues, from Terry McGiven and Gary Muddy for the Reds. Thank you for joining us here on Game On. We will see you next week for the Merseyside Derby.